I'm in the next awkward stage of where it just wants to um, poof out before it's too heavy to lay down. Like, <laughs> before it has enough weight to just like bring it. Quite the description. Well, it's, it's again, it's not a euphemism. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right, so the uh, welcome back to uh, Pints of Marinx, and where our tagline is, it's not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we only talking, had... Talking about beer can sound so dirty, or getting a haircut, or whatever it is. We had a wall in our homes that we could dedicate to just slogans and sayings and just write <laughs> them up with markers. <laughs> I do. I feel like I need one of those corporate whiteboard rooms where we're just like write down every single slogan that we come up with and then but just if we're not careful curtis they're going to put us in a a white room that has nothing to do with corporations <laughs> and there'll be no markers involved that's right well well i guess i'll, I'll tone it I'll, I'll bring it down just a little bit but i can't back, make i can't make let's bring promises. it back to the non-sequitur conversation that we've talked about previously yeah so um so Corn nuts. What is it with corn nuts? Are they corn? <laughs> or, oh or, or, or we could talk about Oktoberfest. You know, I did not see that one coming. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about. Let's talk about Oktoberfest. What's the deal with corn nuts? <laughs> it so only, let's talk about Oktoberfest, which is neither in October nor right now, given the COVID or, situation. Is it a fest? Or a fest? Absolutely. Um, so that's the great thing about like. Uh, a dual co-host is that they can play off of each other that way. So um, I was not, I, I certainly didn't see that one coming anyway. The, yeah. Oktoberfest, like, you know, it, at a later date, we're going to be talking about the proliferation of pumpkin based pumpkin spiced based products, whether it's cookies or, or beer. And, and we've uh, already talked about the, onslaught of pumpkin flavored things and the like really release of pumpkin beers and things earlier and earlier each year on our mother's show happy hour again where pints and pairings is now living right because pints and pairings eventually became homeless as a <laughs> a child of its own and had to come back to roost in the home of happy hour again but it is true i mean there's so many pumpkin things one of the podcasts I told you, Curtis, that I really like listening to is Ear Biscuits and Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link. They did a whole show on Good Mythical Morning where it was like this game and this contest. You had to determine which of the two food items was pumpkin flavored and which one just looked like it might be pumpkin flavored and had some other seasoning involved. <laughs> And it reminded me of the number of pumpkin products that are on shelves these days. Yeah, and and we are definitely going to um, delve into that at some point. Um, but maybe in act actual October. Yeah, let's really let's fun. wait till October because that's the thing. Like you and Joby and I, we all agree that it's too early to be talking about the pumpkin stuff. It it happened, and and I'm trying to remember. Oh, you know what? I think it was. Was it when we were talking to, it seemed like it was a guest of ours, but it was, they were talking about, um, 
the the Sam Adams effect of the pumpkin beers. And so Sam Adams was always like trying to be that first one out and with an yep. Oktoberfest and then with the pumpkin beers. And so it's it, it's it's gotten kind of out of hand. And for beer people, like beer geeks like you and I, we end up like hops hopping over the top of Oktoberfest. These incredible um, uh, multi well-balanced um, um, loggers, you know, we just, we just all of a sudden they're gone because now we're looking at sweet beers. And it is sad that we skip over that. I mean, we, again, going back to our mother show, happy hour again, you think about our interview with Ennegrin and the focus on great German style beers, but also in one of our other little mini segments that we've launched with pints and pairings that focus on baseball park hot dogs and bratwurst and sausages all play into the Oktoberfest vibe and theme. And there's a lot of great combinations you can think of and go with when you start pairing sausages and beer. I mean, it's more than decades. It's hundreds of years old in terms of just good ground meat seasoned in a casing (laughs) and some kind of grog, if you will. Right. And, and there's there's a reason why they taste so good together too is because it took uh, it took several hundred years of development for that to happen. Like I mean, it was the food and the beer, and and they were making uh, you know. And when I say they, we're talking about Bavarian, um, you know, that that Eastern German sort of and Southern Germany kind of 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 people who are making beer to go with the food that they were eating. And so it's no wonder that a, a, a multi-light-bodied, crisp beer goes so well with, with all of those foods. You well, know, the what, other thing that strikes me, just knowing how I like to eat, is that sausages and that ground, heavily seasoned ground meat direction can often be very hearty or rich and filling. And so sometimes, although beer can feel filling and actually can, you know, literally fill you up, mm-hmm. it cuts through that rich, fatty, heavily seasoned right. focus that you get in a lot of sausages and a lot of ground direction, ground right. meat direction. Right. And the on top of it, they come, you know, those Oktoberfest beers and, and German beers in general, they come in a, a, a liter stein. And so, you know, you're drinking you have a whole lot of, of liquid uh, that you're trying to fit in as well as, you know, your, your bratwurst or whatever. So that helps to limit some, I, I guess maybe you're just replacing the calories, but it's, it's keeping you from going over. Now, as a tourist, when I was in um, Munich, I ate a giant plate of spatzel and then I also had a liter of beer. So like there carbs was on carbs, baby. Carb on carb. Yeah, and I was up for like three weeks just running, just trying. I mean, just to get through all of those carbs. But it was uh, the, I guess the, the the point of of this episode is just to say, hey, let's celebrate Oktoberfest beers for what let's they are. It. Let's not skip them, right? And they're really a, an entry and an offering into the fall season because, like you said, they've got a warmth and a sweetness that you want on a colder day, but they've got a lighter body and a crispness that you think of for summertime. So they really do fit in that middle transition between the seasons and the reference to the harvest and the, the switch in agriculture. You're using some great local ingredients. 
you're using things that you know are typically going to be in that more abundant like, grain direction so you want to get the flavor of the all the grains that are being harvested during the season but then again going back to what you were saying in terms of the like spatzel and the the richness and the carbs on carbs the other thing you can do is shift your direction entirely and just go protein and beer mm-hmm. and that's what i did when i was in germany with the the great pork knuckle you know that really <laughs> just slow roasted and juicy fatty rich piece of pork shank tied with a great right. crisp beer to kind of wash it down with right you and don't have to go carbs on carbs right and the 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 whole notion that this is a lager beer so it has by definition it has it has um survived a much longer fermentation period so there's less of the the weight that you would get or the body in the beer too so that helps out as well you know you said when you talked about this transition into seasons it also made me think that this is one of those beers that's a transition from from like a domestic bud miller's sort of crew to the craft beer side of it as well and and in that these beers are um, well balanced they're not overly bitter they're approachable by um, a wide market because of the grain and the well balanced and there's this uh, there's a flavor to the profile to them that i think is agreeable to those light like the the the, the, the American domestic light beer drinkers. I agree with that. And the other thing, although I don't endorse it from a beer festival perspective and doing a string full of hard baked pretzels as a necklace, <laughs> I'm fully on board with a fluffy kind of chewy skinned Bavarian style pretzel mm-hmm. with a little sprinkling of salt and some kind of delicious grain mustard, brown mustard, right almost um, beer tangy mustard, whatever non-yellow mustard you want to go with. <laughs> That's a great combination as well that, you know, again, we're talking about carbs on carbs, but it just is satisfying. <laughs>